want you to say that on it. It was like the deadpan like, look that you gave. I was like, oh my god. No, because I had to like no because like, no, I wouldn't necessarily have been so like, corrective. Yeah, yeah. But she just no, it was like hold a minute, I, mean, I told learn you. To say, you gotta yeah. learn. You gotta learn. We gotta learn today. Watch me get it wrong, man. Watch me fuck it right. Watch me side out. Yeah, side. I know you will. Oh my god, I'm dying inside. Okay, are we recording? Yeah. All right. Okay, so welcome back. This is another show, another new fresh show. 2017 is upon us. It is two girls and a mic. I am Miss Lala once again back in your ear with my wonderful, wonderful new... Not even new. Actually, I'm gonna say. Oh no, she's not new. She's back to 2016. Rub your tears What's wrong with you? You know when we did the the the, the joint show with um, those that should be mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Them, yeah. them white eh? Yeah. And yeah. they called you yeah. urban. What are you doing now? Being real urban. <laughs> did they call me urban? Yeah. I can't even remember. And you, she, she she objected so much. She did I? Like, Good. I am not urban. I'm Good. not. Okay. I'm, I'm not just urban. Not. I'm so not urban. I'm not the urban that you think. I just want to tell you. I I'm not the guardian. So Definition of urban. I'm so urban. <laughs> I'm just like nah. Listen, um, okay. if you mean if you know if, if if you say urban and what you actually mean is black, I don't mind. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I am all the way black. I'm black, and I don't deny that. I don't run from it. I accept it. I embrace it. It is me. Yeah, it is yeah. I. Yeah, it is I. So yes, with that being said, what I would also like to say is a very, very big and very. Actually, before we do that, Sheza. Yeah. How's your 2017 so far? Woo! <laughs> It's litty, baby. Because <laughs> the rack's in the building. Yeah, this cow is like, let me tell you what happened, yeah? So anyway, it's going to be as quick as possible because we do have a guest in the studio and I don't want to wait in there for too long. But why am I getting messages with shiny rocks in my eyes? like, And I'm looking at fingers like all glistening and stuff. And I'm like, whose hand is that? That's what you said to me. You said, but like, whose hand is why that? Why are you sending me pictures of random hands with beautiful like jewellery? Like, I don't, I don't, like, what is this? Like, You're like, it's me. I was like, it's bitch, crazy. please stop it. I was like, no. Oh, can I just say, Sheza, congratulations. Thank you. In case you didn't know, Sheza is now off the market. I'm sorry, boys. You had your chance. You had your chance. When I was crying for people <laughs> to slide in my DMs, <laughs> nobody was in me. You didn't come to it. And so now... Boo to you, okay. So um, we like we. I say we. We got heavy, 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 um, heavy kind of weeks of planning now, haven't yeah. we? Oh my gosh, it's actually. Do you know what? Anyway, I can't even talk. It's starting. <laughs> Slightly too much. Don't slightly worry. Too much. It's gonna, it's gonna work. It's gonna happen. Positive <sighs> thinking, positive thoughts. It's gonna be the wedding of the century. It's gonna be banging. Damn. Yeah, that's right. Don't. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Gosh. I'm well excited. But yeah, congratulations thank to you. you. Oh, good stuff. You. This is amazing. This is a great start to 2017. I just want to thank all those people. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. Let's just end this now. Okay. She's engaged, everyone. So as I said, we do have a guest in the studio, and she's patiently waiting while we we. We stop gabbing away. Ooh. We have an amazing woman. She creates platforms. She does this woman. She she celebrates the best of black British talent using Ooh. her platform. She's done it amazingly well. She's had an amazing 2016. And like she's here to talk about that as well as to talk about, you know, the things that are gonna, gonna be going on. Isn't that right? Aquia Grumpy. You scared. Did I still mess it up? We have Nigerian. Aquia Jamfi. That's what I said. Yeah, but you I said it in the Jamaican version. 
kind of a Koya. Did I, did I give it O Y in my name? No. I, I told you, I said it in the Jamaican vernacular. <laughs> yeah, but you added so to throat. reach out to our you international listeners. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> international listeners. Okay, right. introduce yourself. You got a mic. Tell us who you are. A queer, Jamfi. <laughs> Lovely. And tell us what you do. I'm the founder director of the British Blacklist, a platform that celebrates British Black arts, wow. talent in the arts. Amazing. And we love it. Yes, okay. we do. Thank you. <laughs> now, you've had an amazing 2016, I have to say. Like, you ended it on a bang, you smashed it. Can you please tell the listeners what, you know, your platform recently just won and why you were celebrating like a crazy lady on Facebook to the point where I had to be like, yeah, big up, love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, um, well, we celebrated our fourth anniversary. Mm-hmm. We, um, well, I won a Back to Black Award. Oy I think we won a, actually, that was the year before. I think we won a Screen Nation Award. I think it was um, 2015, actually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we've won a couple of awards. We're celebrating our fourth year and we're about to go global, baby. Well, we're already global. We want to take it bigger and better for 2017. It was a good year, actually, 2016. It was amazing. Well, how long exactly have you guys been running for? celebrated our fourth, fourth anniversary. anniversary. Do you know what? It seems to me like you've been running a lot longer. And I only say that because of the amount of like accolades that you've achieved in like such a short space of time, it, which to me is a really good sign of a healthy, you know, a healthy, healthy platform. platform. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, the work that's gone into it has been nuts. Um, Can I just stop you then? Can you talk us through... Oh, my God. The genesis, the conception. Oh yeah. my gosh! A, a quick rattle through to where you are now. Okay, I try and keep it really short. So, um, four years ago, mm-hmm. I had an idea to basically document everything black that I could find online. Um, that was my big ambition. And in doing the research of that, I started to look at. As I was doing the research, I realised what was glaringly missing was um, information about British black um, actors and musicians. Mm. At that, po- actors I was looking at predominantly at first. And so I thought, okay, so let's look at it from a British perspective. Instead of trying to get everything around the world, I mean, the Americans are pretty covered. I mean, we can pretty much find stuff to do with African-Americans. So Mm. what are we doing for British blacks? So, um, yeah, I just like to research information. And I always use Ashley Waters as my kind of case study because um, I realised as I was doing setting his profile to putting his work together on TV, I realised, well, hold on a minute, if I'm going to talk about his TV work, then I'm going to need to talk about his music work. Mm. And then he's also written stuff. He's also, also directed stuff. So then this started to grow into this great big beast where I thought, OK, let me document everything that every British black person in the arts has ever done. Mm. So it turned into this big database. And then when I was ready to launch, it took me about a year to research and get it online. I mean, get it together before we went live. And at the last minute, I was like, well, what's going to keep people coming back? Because at the moment, I've only just got all these people listed. Yeah. So I need to do something to keep them coming back. I've got a journalism background. So I thought, okay, let, let me add him some news reviews and interviews yeah. and stuff. And it was literally just meant to be little bits of news that I grabbed from here and there just to keep people interested in the site whilst I built up the trust for people to trust me with the information on the database and grow the database. But then we launched and then it just became this big old half newspaper, half mm. new, um, database type <laughs> thing. Wow. And just over the years, I mean, my main thing was about tr- people trusting the brand and respecting the brand. So before anything, I wanted to make sure that the work that we put out, the articles that we put out were great, they were on point, they were up to date, they were quick um, and they were relevant. And that's it was just all that kind of due diligence, Mm. hard work that got us to this point. So we're still not in a position where I can say, yeah, we've gone clear because not everybody knows who the British Blacklist is. It seems like it in a bubble, but 
we, I can still go places and like, oh, what's that? What, yeah, what's that? Yeah. What do you do? Mm. So I still have to explain what it is. So I think I saw something today that you, um, when you've made it, it's when you have to introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. So this is where this I need to get, yeah, yeah. TBB too. But um, it's been a great, long, hard journey. But it's been good. It's been it's good. It's a dream. It's been a dream. I didn't, Aww. I've always wanted my um, own magazine because Source Magazine was my Bible when I was younger. Like, I, when I used to buy it, no one could read it before I read it. Mm. It was like a real ritual <laughs> to go and get my Thoughts Source magazine. And I love the combination of arts, entertainment, music, politics, black politics. That's my thing. So this is my manifestation of the dream that I had when I was young. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. How big is the team? How big is the British Blacklist team? Um, it's I've got a massive team of writers. I say massive team. I've got about maybe 12, 13 writers mm-hmm. who have stuck with it for the four years, um, in and out. Um, and then it's me, myself and I doing the everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a, a sounding board who's my business partner, a guy called Mark One. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I do the brunt of everything, mm-hmm. but the, if it wasn't for the writers, I wouldn't... Because of how fast we grew as well, yeah. if it wasn't for the writers, then um, I wouldn't... Definitely, we wouldn't be where we are today. But... Um, yeah, so I owe a lot to them because they're the ones I can, you know, I don't get to do all the fun stuff, as much fun stuff as I used to in the beginning. So they go out and do the reviews, they go out and do the interviews, they go out and source all the information, like, you know, pull, like, hey, put this, put these certain people across my interests, say, hey, should we talk about them and all that stuff. And then Mark's been a great sounding board for the four years. It's been amazing. Wow. So um, that's the team. Um, need to grow the team. Need more people. You need more people. We need more people. <laughs> <laughs> See, healthy. Like I said, wow, it's great. Um, so <clears throat> I just wanted to ask you, obviously, the the actual company in itself is based based primarily on, you know, British black talent. Mm-hmm. So in your opinion, like how healthy would you say, you know, British black talent is now in, term, in terms of, you know, being recognised on a global scale? Well, we've definitely had, as we talk about the the talent drain to America, that stand that's been consistent and happening ever since. Um, I think from when we launched to today, such a massive change has happened. I mean, there's been a massive talk about diversity that to the point it gets sickening, but at the same time, it's this time around, it seems like change is actually being affected because we've had the... It comes in cycles every 10 years or so. Then everyone's like, oh, diversity, diversity, diversity. Mm. But for some reason, I think with the birth, with the boom of the internet, it's been harder for people to push it aside Mm. people are unapologetic they're not taking it they're not taking people being fobbing them off and saying oh yeah we'll give you a little investment here or we'll put you on a little training course there we're not having we want more training and then what after the training what comes from it so in regards to the talent it on a global scale i mean it's there's a list of names and the names are getting bigger and bigger and um it's the Americans are looking to us for talent. Yeah. They respect the training that we have. Yeah. So it's it's ironic that they have to go over to America. Like it just had to go to America, do the wire, come back and then get recognition to get Luther. Like he wouldn't have got Luther if he didn't yeah. go to go and do yeah. the wire. So that that thing still happens, but when you've got someone like Michaela Cole who's mm. been able to do something on homegrown soil and mm. it's like now she got her own show here, which is amazing. Yeah. It doesn't ha- that doesn't happen. Big up Michaela. Yeah, yeah bigger. Yeah. Absolutely Love her. big up. So then it's it should be where you do your stuff here, then get called. It shouldn't be that you have to go somewhere else mm. to get recognition on your home soil. So the tables are turning. People, they're not 
we're not letting it. We're not taking it lying down. We're not shutting up. And then everyone's just taking to the internet. When you're mm. like, okay, you don't want me? Fine. I'll go and do my own thing on the internet, build mm. up my followers. People are doing things like Issa Rae did her, you know, Awkward Black Girl. Now she's gone to TV. It's happening over here too. Yeah, right. I think Venus versus Mars was on <coughs> online, then it went to Sky or whatever. Yeah. So we're doing this... We're, no one's no one's not sitting down. When you've got an idea, just do it. The creative yeah. talent in the UK is amazing. Yeah. Um, one thing I would say is that we just need to raise our bar of excellence because I find that people have an idea and they think, oh, let's do that, but they haven't got the formal training. So sometimes if you don't go back and find a moment to get formal training, there's a, there's a kind of averaging of the talent when right. actually you can push it so much higher. And there's nothing with getting formal training. There's nothing with being an entrepreneur, but at some point you must remember to get some sort of formal training just to know. Have some time in the real industry because it's all right to do it with your friends and stuff and people will respond to it because people like just want to see that's themselves Mm. represented. But I mean, that's my thing anyway, training and finding the balance between creativity and training. Okay. You've spoken a lot about um, black excellence and that's obviously what you showcase. Yeah. Can I put you on the spot and ask you to name a person <laughs> in music who you think at the moment is defining excellence? Music? Pers- yeah, in, in, in music, a person in on the screen, whether it be the big screen or the silver screen who are defining excellence and a person who you would say is your one to watch Oh from my the gosh, UK. I don't even prepare. We don't care. We like on the spot, girl. <laughs> on the spot. So on the screen, mm-hmm. I'm going to cheat because I already mentioned Michaela mm-hmm. um, and her buddy Susan Wakoma because I think mm. those two are doing it and killing it and they're both leading <laughs> shows on their own. Okay. So um, before you finish, what's the name of the show that um Susan's in? Yeah. Crazy Head. Is that's that's the, the latest one, is it? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I need to look out for that. Sorry, it's to make That's good. And vote. Susan's doing a great job. I love her, and Michaela's doing a great job. I love her too. Um ones to watch. In any in any kind of field of arts. Ones to watch. You've really put me on the spot. Can I come back to that? Yeah. Mm. What about music? Music? I don't listen to anything anymore. Really? <laughs> Seriously, I've got my... I've got um, actually got two new young writers who are all about the music. Yeah. And they're schooling me. I'm still listening to 90s R&B. And but there's nothing wrong with No, but you know what? You're just trying to keep... My, my daughter keeps me up to date. <laughs> And she might say, oh, there's, you know, I know the tunes, but then the artist... Mm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah I'm the me. same. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Can that's I just cute. But where is my 112 CD? <laughs> Get me back in a month. My new writers exactly. will have school me. And I'll be able to like, yeah, yeah, this artist, that artist. But, you know, no, I'm not even going to try it. Cause I'm going to sound like an old woman trying to sound like... Um, Can I just star. say, so mm. obviously, um, we're going to talk about the Golden Globes a bit later. But um, Donald Glover won a Golden Globe yeah. for um, Atlanta, yeah. amazing series, and um, he shouted out, "Migos, <laughs> <Yeah>. bad and bougie." <laughs> now let me just tell you something. I was like, "Who? What?" <gasps> exactly the same thing. I was thinking, "Wait, what? wait." I knew so who I M- Migos was. Yeah, but I didn't know. I didn't know oh, the I, tune. I knew, I knew the song, and I, I had to go to YouTube. Did like you? I had to literally. Go to YouTube. Can I share something else that's quite interesting, actually? The video for that song is I quite like directed the video. by, do you know Daps? 
Mm-mm. Yeah, it was directed by him and um, Quavo, who I think is in the Migo, so they co-directed it. I so I actually video. found that piece of information by accident today when I literally just logged onto Twitter. See? And I saw, um, not Femi, um, Snakey Man, Arnold um, Oche, yeah. Yeah. like bigging him up. And I was like, oh, did he? And I did a little bit of research and yeah, he did it. He directed it. But this is the thing. Wow. I think that's mm. what's great is the internet and the connection, the easy connection to America. Mm. We're mm. just doing, making our own connections, you know, yeah. with like... Skept, no, Giggs is on Swiss Beats' new album yeah. and all that kind of stuff. That And Skept is going into America, like all that type of stuff. We don't need the middleman anymore. Mm, Everyone's yeah. just collaborating yeah. and connecting on their own and without all that stuff. I don't like the video. Mm-hmm. But I this do. Is I just like it because it's just... Kicks in, because it's just uh, yeah. what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Do you know Stress. what I actually said? My my daughter, my I was like, mm. is this some like... Not Brokeback Mountain. What's the other thing? The Revenant. That's the kind <laughs> of vibe I got from this. What? You know the Revenant? Have you yeah. not the bear? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because I saw the little furry. Like, I'm like, why are they all in the fur? I don't I know. Seen the, that's I, that's like, my mind did not that's go That's the vibe that that's I got. That's like 90s hip hop. But can I just, can I just say, can I just Revenant, say, yeah. I didn't, Sorry. I didn't, Weird. I, li- I liked it. I liked it, but <laughs> I... I had to appreciate it out of myself. Yeah, so I had thing, to know that I to I'm, nece- I'm not necessarily target audience. Yeah. But then I looked at it and you see with the, the, with those kind of artists and when I see them and when you look into their background and you look at where they're from, I am very much able to think back to when I was young mm. and when I was growing up in Stonebridge and they those are the kind of regular dudes that just pick themselves up and just kind of did it. And so from that aspect, from that perspective, I always kind of look at those artists and have this this amount of respect. I know sometimes it's what comes out of their mouth is just bullshit, mm. but it's their bullshit and they're bringing it together in an artistic way and they're putting it out and that's their vision and that's what they want to do. I mean, there are some people that I just cannot get with. I'm not going to start naming them because that's not what this is about. But I'm saying when I watched that and I just thought... I can just imagine what they wanted to see and what they were trying to do and with the girls. Yeah. And I must say, when I watched the video, I was in it. For those moments, I was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, know I, it's, I know it's on my daughter's it. playlist and then it worries me. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. When I, I get, get back you. to the invite, like, when I get, I get to mummy mode, like, okay. Nah, hmm. Hmm. But I'm, I'm not going to lie, there's times when all bets are off. I play my music, yeah. she can play hers. No judgment. Just know that you're not living out those storylines. As long as she knows that, yeah. it's fine. She knows. You know, we all have like, you know, have our, yeah. I always remember my cousin um, when a Madonna's Like a Virgin came out and she was like, you know, I was only about seven or eight at the time and I'm running around the house singing Like Listen, a Virgin. Yeah. And my mum is looking at me like, what? I want to be anchored. Yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 the same thing. It's like when you're young and you just like, it's just music to us. Yeah, I can't um, stop her listening to what she listens to yeah, at all because yeah. I know I was listening to worse. But yeah. at times it's like, because there's that, what's that um, Caribbean reggae tune called? Oh, Rock, God, there's Rock so many. <laughs> sometimes she plays is, it. Is that the one? Yeah. yeah. That hands on knees, like, hands on knees and What the hell's going that. on? Yeah. yeah. Rock off your back. <laughs> and I have actually said, to, do you know what that means? And she'll giggle and she's like, no, mummy. Don't lie. <laughs> we have to giggling. have a conversation. But you're giggling. <laughs> the joys of being a mum. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So anyway, anyway, I do have another question for you, obviously, given you know, the very nature of your of your platform and everything, mm. what kind of difficulties have you found that you've had to face and how have you overcome said difficulties? Um, the difficulties is time management. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm now not restricted by my nine to five because I left my job at the end of the year. Because I was going to ask you, actually, mm. sorry to cut across you, here. whether this was your nine no, to five. No, it hasn't been. Right, it, okay. um, 
for the four years I've been doing this around a day job, which has been nuts. I kind of reached burnout mode a couple of times. Mm. And burnout, not like, you know, I was running around the streets naked, crying or something, (laughs) but it was that kind of pressure of trying to do too much yeah. and um we know about that yeah you know but and, and it is it's necessary because if you're going to get to a certain point you have to do it mm. um but there's times when you could be on autopilot and you're just doing and doing and doing you're not taking this moment to step back so there's times when i've re- reached that point where like, this is too much and i think personal stuff happened two years ago and i realized that look what am i doing and how am i going to leave a legacy for people who are depending on me so I, f- I kept saying it out loud. I need to leave my job. I need to leave my job. Don't know how. I need to leave it. And it, an opening, something came up. Mm. So I was, it, I got my answer. So I took um, leave of my job. And now January 1st was my first time actually after 10 years being regularly employed is how I do. I'm going to start seeing what can happen. But um, wow. those are the difficulties are just literally overworking and burning out. Yeah. Um, in regards to actually executing something like this, it is about access. It's getting access to all the things that you want to get access to. Mm. It's having people have faith in it because I think with as much as the UK is strong and we have a collective agreement that, okay, we can do this and we can rival the Americans, there's still that dependency yeah. on American stuff. We still think Americans are best. So there's times when we might have the same news as American publication, but it's the American publication that gets shared about and talked about. So mm. it's just understanding that because I, I don't that might be habit do you think that might it's be habit, habit that's the thing well. and, then, yeah. and that's Assuming the thing habit. with business you mm. have to separate your personal feelings from what you're doing and you have to be because I'm very all of, I am about excellence I'm not saying that British Blacklist is the ex most you know the benchmark mm. but I strive to that so mm. I have to understand that if we're not doing what the others are doing then I can't sit there and cuss people because yeah. some people just sit there like oh you're not supporting it and actually I've had so much support <laughs> from black folks you know why I laugh like that <laughs> I've had so much support and and so I, I don't look at the people I know I understand I know there are people mm. out there that are like yeah I'm not supporting but that's not where your focus should be all the all that thing about hate and all that stuff it's not where your focus should be yeah. your focus should be on what you're doing are you doing it to an excellence <clears throat> and people naturally gravitate to what's going on that's good that they relate to and that they can see and if I'm not reaching certain people that means I haven't done the work to get to those certain people and convince them that what we're doing is brilliant. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so there's things like that. Okay. So you've met quite a few people yeah. because of this amazing platform. Can you tell me who was kind of like the most interesting, <laughs> most intriguing, you know, right, you give me a moment where you're like, do you know what? Oh my God. If I could drink your bath water, I would. Okay. Just saying, just saying. Okay. So, uh, Drinking bath water won't happen. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, I suppose the pinnacle of sexiness is Idris. So yes, I like the fact that Idris knows my name, which is nice. Yeah, it's quite nice. Um, and he's nice. always lovely when um, we run into each other. Easy. So that's I wouldn't easy. think it's bath look, water, look, but he's that's the that's the. Did he just warn me? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you got here, girl. She's you, she's warning easy. me. Oh wow! But easy. someone who's got a rock on their fingers talking about easy. Talk, t- 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 say it again. There's, that, <laughs> there's a level again. of selfishness that I don't appreciate. <laughs> Thank you. you Do you see any rocks here? Do you see any rocks here? Dry. Easy. When you've got your rock, don't tell me easy. That's Thank you very girl. much. Anyway, so Idris knows my name. Um, but yeah, no, he's lovely. So, but the ultimate person of all persons that I've met is Oprah. And it wasn't 
Oprah. It wasn't by business. Wait, Oprah. <laughs> Don't just speak. The I person I met was just Oprah. Oprah. Yes. Like, yes. my auntie. Auntie O. No, hold on, wait. Who's auntie? If you want to know about when you're... My auntie. My, no, no, no. My Have auntie. you met her? <laughs> I may not have uh, met her, right? Just <laughs> spirits I've met. It don't her. matter. Okay. She's met me. She might not remember that she met me, but she has met me. Listen, the day is coming. Me and Auntie, we're going to sit down, we're going to talk. Can we yeah. talk about your Oprah moment? Yeah, yeah we can. I'll try and do amazing. it really quickly. So, she, you know, she never, she never previously came to the UK before. Mm. I just think I've told this story so many times. Um, she actually came to the UK on my birth. It was actually my birthday. Because I remember seeing her on the one show. Yeah, that's not my story. Oh, my story! <laughs> Let the girl speak. It, like, no, so that's how I know she was in the UK. Yeah, sorry. Because they're big boy people. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Which little old me sorry, sorry. met my auntie sorry. for the first time on my actual birthday. Okay? Okay? So it was my actual birthday, okay? <laughs> and she was here to promote the Selma um, film that she was in and produced. And everyone was like, next to Jimmy, what are you going to do? She's here, she's here. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have no reason to, I've got no way to meet her. Yeah. I'm, but I know I'm going to see her. It was divine. I knew I was going to see her. Right. Um, a mutual friend of ours uh, offered, um, texted me and said, oh, I've got, um, are you busy? And I was like, no, but I thought, because she works in media, I thought she was going to say she's got a link to meet Oprah. But she said, mm. first of all, she's like, no, it's not Oprah. We're just going to have a spa. And I'm like, cool, thank you. Mm. But by the way, to do if you're going to do this for me, you've got to do something. I love this story already. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do this for me, you've got to do something for me. And um, if I'm going to do this for you, you got to, I don't know, whatever, it sounded right in my head. But anyway, she agreed to stalk Oprah with me after we finished at the spa. So basically, we went down to the cinema to where we knew Selma. Yes, oh where God. we knew Selma was premiering. Um, I asked the security guard, lovely man, I said, Is she here? Where is she? And he, and he let us know that she wasn't going to be there mm. for the film. She was coming afterwards for the Look Q&A. at that security breach. You know what I mean? I'm telling my Listen, that security breach was divine. <laughs> It was sent to me <laughs> to let me know what to do and where to go. So we went and sat down, had something to eat. Then we came back and stood in the freezing, I can't, it was November, freezing cold, mm. waiting down the side of you. It was only us two. And then the car pulled up, the doors opened, and there she was. I was shaking like a leaf. <gasps> Gosh. And she, what was so wonderful is that she stood there, she took a picture for, and she stood there with her arms open for like 35 Did million she? seconds. And oh, it was Jesus. only afterwards. We was like, you know, we could have actually hugged her. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, we could have taken a picture with her. But we just stood there, like, taking pictures of her. Yeah. So my picture oh. of her is of her. But on my with birthday, I could have taken a picture with her. Yeah. Oh. And I forgot to tell her it was my birthday. So she could even have just imparted good wisdom to me for my birthday. She would have said, oh. I know it's your birthday. I know everything. Basically, that's my niece. The, the Can I just... Been. What? You just said your niece. Hold on. Come on, you know get what, out. You know what? She's warning me with the hand with the rock on it. <laughs> There's Get out of here! Pure. Well, can I just <laughs> can I just say a story that's kind of like connected? It's kind of connected, it and I'm connected not. <laughs> it better be good. Let me just that's say. what I'm saying. Let me just say. Let me just say. Let me just say. I'm not trying to like. You know what people say? Oh, because I I'm, I'm not going to try. No, no, no. I'm not. <laughs> Go on. I'm not, but I'm saying that. Do you know? Um, so before I went to Miami last summer, I had read what um, what's his face Justin Bieber said about oh, you know, artists, and then people just come up and point a camera in their face and just take a picture of them. Yeah. And so that's why I was kind of. That's why I hugged the certain rap star oh, that I hugged on the stairs when I saw him. So what I'm saying, no, no, what I'm, the, the point like, I'm trying to wait, make no, wait. is... She just said, I just told you a story about Oprah. You're, You're telling, telling me about No, 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 
that's the, no, no, the reason why I'm saying it is because mm. there is this thing that sometimes we as fans or consumers or just people that look at someone and consider them to be maybe a celebrity or an auntie in our brain do. Mm. And that is just get the camera phone out. And But I truly do believe in the more personal connection yeah, along with must, that. And yeah. she, and, and, and she, I think she does as well. And that's why she was like that. Yeah. And then, but cause we, you didn't process it. No, do you know what it was? Cause my I would have like, run to her my bosom. My thing was, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to offend her. I don't do anything wrong. I would have been in the bosom. I would have been under the armpit. <laughs> my whole thing was that she's in front of me. I've waited all my life to meet her. So I just didn't know. I didn't know what to do. I was actually starstruck because I would have squeezed her. I would yeah. have I'd have done something. Be like, oh my god! It's, it's exactly how I imagined it would be. Yeah. <laughs> and she was so welcome. I'd be like, Oprah, please let the magic rub off just a Seriously. little bit. Just a Seriously. little bit. Listen, I Seriously. might have just started breathing funny. She had to just oh be like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Security! <laughs> and my other person is Lapita. I met Lapita. Aki oh, Peter. Wow. I met Lapita. Aki Peter. Was her skin as amazing as she, I imagine it is? Flawless. On. Flawless. On, Seriously, flawless. Seriously. I'm telling she you. just got on my nerves because she was so flawless. Oh, Lord. So like, it, and it wasn't an intimate setting. It was like red carpet talking to her. Yeah. But it was, I, the picture that's my, the, 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 guy, the girl that was with me that took the photo of us together, the selfie with us, um, of us, my smile, I've never seen that smile in my life. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. It was like beyond like... What, like my what whole is cheek. that? <laughs> what was that? Where did that smile... <laughs> that was a smile. Oh, my goodness. It was like Joker beyond <laughs> twist. I don't know what happened, but Lapita oh, got this straight... I had never seen that smile before in my face. Oh, ever. wow. It's Lapita that's Oh, my goodness. Her actual name is Aki Peter. Aki Peter. See, you learn something new every day. I never knew that. So, anyway, it's final question. It's not, it's not true. <laughs> She's trying not? to combine the two. All oh, right, okay. She She's is. trying to do a Kimye. <laughs> she is. Brangelina. She's me and I'm her. So wherever yeah, she is, it's me and her. Wherever. I understand. She is, I, I am her. I totally understand. <laughs> okay. Final All question. Right. The future for TBB. What um, is it? I'm going to do an annoying thing. It's like, I ain't going to tell you. Oh, um, man, But come to on. be honest, it's just literally, again, this new beginning for me. Yeah. January 1st was the first time in, in my whole life, practically, mm. that I've been unemployed officially mm, by a mm. proper organisation. So um, we'll see. Mm. The first couple of months is structure yeah. <laughs> and organisation. Yeah. And um, we I have ideas, not ideas, I have things in place to be executed. But at, that's at the most important point right now is getting my house in order mm. and making sure that we sustain because, um, like I said, it was an idea. I am a trained and qualified journalist, but I'm not a trained and qualified business person. So this is where it's like, okay, I've got to learn this stuff right. properly and do this thing properly because I think black businesses can suffer from having an idea but not knowing how to execute all those things. Yeah. And we don't take time at times to really understand the nature of what goes into making something sustainable. We're talking about longevity, yeah. right. not flash in the pan. Yeah. We're about building legacies, not yeah. things that are going to get shut down. Amen. And even if it adapts, it might not be the same way it was on the fourth anniversary, yeah. mm. but let it still maintain its legacy. That's the most important thing for me I'm right excited. now. I think this is amazing Ditto. because over this, you know, I know you're saying that you're you know out of work from January the first and everything, mm. but I think sometimes that can push you to make sure that your baby is going to be the thing that kind of like where you're like, oh, I'm so you know, I was meant to leave that position that I had and everything and kind of push you Put forward. Your everything absolutely. Yes, yeah. honestly. So, congratulations. I'm going to say congratulations because I think it's going to go it's onwards definitely. and upwards. Definitely, as you said, some amazing you're growing, things. growing yeah. the platform. Yeah. So. 
Go and try. Yeah. That's yeah, that is amazing. So if you ever need anybody to interview, either Skepta or Drake. No, I told you he's not interested. Um, right, we've had a conversation hold on, well, hold on. before. Can, can we like, many times? Lala, can we just talk about Skepta? Can I just push that show out of the way? Hold on, how does it work? Like, we get a ring, yeah? Yeah. And then the man's locked you off, but yeah. yet you can still talk about... Like, but you're, you're allowed. You're allowed. I don't know. How which, does it work? Like, you're allowed. If it's if it's professional-based and, you know, I was going somewhere and Skeptic was going to be... Uh, uh, I'm allowed then to go there. You're not involved. Just, like, that's the one... To, no, but, that's the time when you stay at home. This is when... No, you're not involved. I but seriously. I can, like, if we get any emails like saying, yes, you know. All right, okay. He doesn't mind with Carly inviting you to... Drake. Um, really? Drake. Drake. Just Drake. Really? Just Drake. Really? Just He's Drake. going out with... Don't you start with me today. This ring the thing is warning me stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I can't cope with it. You see, she's, she's got the nerve to talk to you and wave it in your face. And then tell... But, but while That's she's what Beyonce waving, did as well, waving. you know. This is my friend about Beyonce. She said, you know that single lady song? She was like, you know what? I love a Beyonce. But she sings single ladies again while she's married and waving her hands in my face while I'm single. We might have a problem. What can I have? I don't need to be reminded day after day. Oh, and no, she's looking amazing. Though, can I just say, because you've got, you got, you got to get in where you can. So if you need anyone to do any legal well, stuff. Oh, yeah, that would, listen, seriously, let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah, Because it is about knowing every aspect of business and inside out. Yeah. Um, and not failing at the first jump hurdle. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm on it. All right, so let's move on. We're going to talk about the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes! That was that was horrible. Completely in, in that was horrible. and just out of tune. So I do. That was your note. I, no, no, I was no. on the note. No, <laughs> you were under I know, the note. I know. It seemed it. In. <laughs> I think we got it because I did it. Oh my goodness! I, I wanted I was, to introduce. I was it. on the. I wanted to introduce was the excellence the that it deserved, but it just went straight downhill. So let's just start talking about it because some amazing things happened yeah, during the Golden fantastic. Globes. And I'm, I'm so excited and I just feel like that this could probably be the catalyst to kind of set off maybe the Emmys and the Oscars and all these other major awards oh, that we hope happen. So. so let's talk about what were your highlight moments of the Golden Globes? Um, for me, the win for... Moonlight at mm-hmm. the end because oh. I thought they were going to snub the film. I was and go stressed. with all that la 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 land. You, you, <laughs> this is your name. <laughs> Me, I was very angry. <laughs> so I was waiting and waiting and waiting and I thought I they were going to snub say. it, but it deservedly got best picture at the end. Amen. Um, oh, have you seen, seen it? Even, by the way? I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it yet. Oh my I haven't goodness. seen it. Out marks out of 10? We gave it, we're going to give it, haven't mm-hmm. done the review yet, but um, I saw it last year. Um, I'd say a strong 92 out of 100. Wow. It's really good. It's a brilliant, brilliant film. The excellence bar is there. I heard the cinematography is like... It's just so beautiful and engaging and it's moving and it's well written, well acted. It's just so natural. Um, The theme is homosexuality, Mm. um, black men. So probably controversial for some. Mm. But I think even if you're... Even the biggest homophobe would be hard-pressed to watch this. And even if they came away still a homophobe, they would watch that in that moment, get lost in that moment. And it's not yeah. gratuitous. It's not um, uh, kind of like scandalous. It's mm. just a very beautiful human story. So it very much deserves... The and that's the that thing. Do you know what? That's the thing. I, have, I haven't seen it yet and I can't wait to see it. But that's the thing that I, I've 
read about it and absorbed about it so far that it is it is such a beautiful human story. Yeah, that's so even if it even if it does happen to be about sexuality, homosexuality, this one um boy's coming coming of age story, it's a story beautifully told. Yeah, it really is. It's Oh, I and can't it's got wait. British, it's got British black talent, Naomi Harris. Amen. I was disappointed she didn't get her award. I was disappointed that actually the black Brits that were nominated, of which there were four, I think mm. it was Dev Patel, Riz Ahmed, Ruth Negra is Irish, mm. and Naomi Harris. Mm. I think I don't I think that's all of them. They none of them got their awards. Oh no, and Sandy Newton for Westworld, which is a brilliant series as well. They didn't get their awards, but they were nominated, which is yeah, great. That's a great, it's great stride, yeah. and especially for black women, British yeah. women being nominated, that's a great thing. Um, and the other highlight, obviously, Viola's like auntie as well, so mm. we know she has to get hers. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross being the first woman in 35 years. 35 yeah. years, yeah. That was great, and her speech was great. Um, of course, Donald's speech was great. Thank yeah. you, black people. I even though you thank mm. me, because he said, thank you, black folk in general. Like, yeah. that was great. Thank us. Yeah. I, I really appreciated and liked that speech because I knew what he meant when he, when he said that. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I hope people, like, Middle America, if they're watching it, thinking, oh, God, I like, why would he just thank black people? And it's not about that. It's about kind of like who we are culturally and our little nuances and things like that kind of lent to. It wasn't for them. Yeah. It was for the black That's people. That's fine. Yeah. just it's about just, to say. They could sit there and be confused. Do, they could yeah. get out of their Googles. Yeah. Whatever they wanted to do. It yeah. wasn't a message. And that's mm. the thing with not Atlanta you. and Insecure yep. and shows like that. Mm. They're not... Not that you can't watch. You should watch. Mm. Anyone can watch it, but it's not. It's not for you. It's not mm. aimed at you. Well, it's not aimed it's at not you, but you. it's to be watched by everyone. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, that's it's fine. It's We've a, had to watch shows that have not don't include countless. us countless times <laughs> for years. So this is for us yeah. by us. Open yeah. football. It just, it just satisfied <laughs> me because I just and knew mantra. what I knew immediately what he meant, and yeah, I'm sure every yeah, yeah. black person yeah. on the planet, yeah. whether they be here or in the states, knew yeah. exactly. Yeah, we know. We see those nuances that you put in there. I think one of my favorite episodes was episode seven of Atlanta, where um, I can't remember the name. The big the the big guy, the rapper, mm-hmm. Paperboy. Um, yeah, 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 and he had um, an interview. Oh, on oh, the talk show. Oh, yeah, that was, that so, was cool. so funny. That the way so they pieced cool. that together, yeah. I was in stitches. That's an yeah. amazing. That was so good. Amazing show. So yeah, so, so well done to Mr. Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino. Who would have thought that hip hop kind of would kind of bridge so many? Well, it has gaps. been though, because yeah, it's, it's been the lifestyle for how many years? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. everything hip hop does informs. I say everything, but hip hop mm. informs it's an popular culture. Yeah, yeah, Black, definitely informs popular culture. Yeah. So that's how that happened. And that's mm. fact. Yeah. It's I don't just, want anyone there's no <laughs> emailing us, there's no telling us that ain't well. right. That's fact. No, it's a fact. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say everything, but it influences popular did you culture. See I'm telling his, you. Um, did you see his interview after the awards show where uh, I think a reporter was trying to ask him about Migos? She, I don't think she even pronounced the name of the band properly. <laughs> I didn't and see he, that. He was so like sweet about it. He was just like, oh, you mean, she said, she didn't say my Migos, ghost, she I said bet. My Ghost or something like that. Yeah. He was like, oh, you mean the Migos? Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, so that's okay. They're not in the building or anything like that. So mm. she she was just trying to kind of like understand, um, the you know, why he decided to kind of shout them out and everything. Like mm. that. And he was just like, I just think like, the song is amazing. That's again, it. What's, yeah. the, what's, the, what's the dissection? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, really <laughs> just thanks. Like, just keep it moving. Right. Why exactly. do you need to understand everything? Right. 
rights. But if someone speaks that. in their language when they accept their award, you just there's that. The Why do you have to like dissect and no, get? It's not it. for you. So what do you it's mean? And like, what was your motivation behind that? Oh, and like, just thank the my ghost for being what? But he, if you were listening, <laughs> he said it in the speech. He yeah, said fine. he liked the song. It was it's one of the best songs. There you go. Yeah, that's the explanation. That's because you know what it is. It's that kind of thing. Oh, that's trending. Mm. Oh my god. So what do we? What does he? What do you mean? So let's quickly get on that. But yeah, you haven't done the research, right? right? Yeah. Right, you're not on that train. <laughs> Just leave it. <laughs> leave yeah. it. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. So was um, Meryl Streep's um, speech? Um, a lot has been said about it. Some people like you know clapping her and everything and what she said. Other people are like, oh god, here we go again. Another you know actor using mm. a platform I, to talk about politics and they shouldn't be doing that. I, why shouldn't they I don't get this thing. Yeah. When I don't get it, I, I was watching the View. With yeah. Whoopi and the one that she always argues with, and the one that she always argues with, with all of it. Well, the one that's <laughs> mostly she's in. She's a Republican. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. So she's a proud Republican. She, sorry, I can't remember her name, mm. but she was like, you know, I don't want to say. I turned it off the minute she started talking. I'm like, I don't oh, understand. Well, when you're an, if you're someone who can affect and influence, mm-hmm. you have the right to speak wherever you like. Exactly. I don't say, what's an award show? Yeah. Who give, what's the definition of an award show? Who says that you can't go there and in your speech, say something? Yeah. Because it's going to be watched globally. That's the moment. Mm. Those few rare <clears throat> moments, because you might make a film that might make a very politically charged film and three people go and see it because yeah. it's too much. People want to escape and go and see people shoot each other up mm. and car chase it. Right. So they might miss that politically important film. Yeah. So the times when an interview, you only read what you like. So you're not going to go to maybe a highbrow and listen to this person really wax about what they believe. And then you have people are. that can edit it down and, and edit down change. Exactly. exactly. So exactly. when you have a platform... Why not? Yeah, I might not say the same as someone who says, F all black people, get out, get them all out. But at the same time, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it on a platform where everyone's going to hear it. And that's the best use, I yeah, think. I rate her for doing I don't, it. I don't, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. There's no limitation. There's no up. rules for award shows. And mm. I think as well, when she came at, um, I'm not going to say came at, when she made the comment she made and the about Donald Trump, I think that was, I think that was right. Mm. You know, America always... Always go on about free freedom of speech. Yeah, you know, yeah. free speech, free speech, free speech. Well, you know, she exercised that there, mm. and she said what she wanted to say, and I applaud her for it's it. It's so weird. This kind of you can say it, but you well, not there, and you can say it. And it's Colin Kaepernick can't kneel mm. here, and, and Jesse like, Williams can't say, say that this. there. But yeah. what the hell? It's just like, do you know what it is. Sense. It's just really trying to take away, I think, um, attention from the real message. Mm. I just think those kind of responses are so disingenuous. Yeah. I think uh, it's kind of ironic that, you know, people are like really like, oh, you know, they're actors, they shouldn't be you I know, don't speaking about this. But you have an actor or a member of who's somebody who used to be part of The Apprentice. And he's still... Who's now the leader of the free world. You voted him in that office. So how comes he's okay to take that seat? Right. But you're upset at Meryl Streep for actually addressing something that he should never have done. And then he had, he had actors on his ticket that were supporting him in right. the run but then they're saying it's not the right platform but that's why I'm saying it goes back to who said award show what is an award show Yeah, your, who says that in your speech you can't say whatever yeah. you like because they want to say oh no blueprint? it's strictly entertainment but it's Jazz not but you're, because even people get awards for if, you're, if I make a film that's political mm. yeah and I win the award for it. Am I supposed to say, well, thank you, um, all the flowers and the stars and the yeah. moons? No. The reference of my film is... I, it's done. Yeah. It's award show, whatever. Say what you want. It's a global <laughs> platform. Oh, well, I, 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 I definitely applaud her for what mm. she said. And I just think people... Actually, I kind of think people do need to speak out more against... 
things. I think even more so now if that he's coming into well. office, it's like now is like you, yeah. you spoke before, you definitely now yeah, need to speak need to make and make sure your heard. your foot's on his neck because if he's your leader, really and truly, he's supposed to answer to you. Exactly. Yeah. You, he works for you. Yeah. Exactly. So if he's not doing his job, then you should use your platforms to say something, not just, I'm going to keep quiet because, you know, he's in office now. No, no that's no. not how this works yeah. at all. So I want to be really girly now. I'd like to move on to the like, you know, the dress section of this of this um, Golden Globe. Okay. And, I, you know, I just want to give a shout out to um, Kerry Washington, who I loved her her hair and her makeup just looked absolutely flawless. I wasn't too pleased with the dress. Yeah, I didn't like the dress. But I was just looking at her face and I'm like, whoever did her makeup, yeah. who is that person? It just looked so... She did look lovely. Oh, it was so nice. And then the dress, I was like, oh, I like the dress, but I didn't like I the, did. the, the placement of the thing, yeah. the brocard thing on the hip that yeah. needed to be removed. Mm. But the dress was not bad. It was nice. Mm. Did you see anything that you liked? Shazza? I like Tracy Ellis Ross's outfit. Yeah, she, I liked oh, that. Her, I didn't realise she had, you know, quite a very you know, She's got the badonkadong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. since. <laughs> She's had a lovely. Yeah, I liked, <laughs> a great figure. I liked her. I liked her outfit, and then I saw her in another dress, which I just because I just caught bits and bits. Mm. Um, I saw her in a dress where she had this thing where the lift opened and she had her award, and she kind of oh, yeah, she had a, like a mustard type yeah. satin. Oh yeah, dress yeah, 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 yeah. That was really looked, nice. She looked gorgeous in that. Yeah, as well. I liked her after um interview as well because um they were trying to kind of goad her into giving them um, a statement about Donald Trump and just his just go, just him being now the um, soon to be the president. Yeah. And she was just like, you know, I'd really not like to, I really don't want to talk about that. This is my moment. I'd yeah. like to enjoy it. And I thought, good for you. Yeah. yeah. You you know, can, and again, it's exercising. It. Yeah. 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 You want to yeah. get involved this or is, you don't. Yeah. It's right. She, um, she's really like just sweet and funny about it. She's like, I'm, you know, so she's like, and the, the, the reporter apologized. She's like, it's okay, but I just want to bask in the glory that is just me right yeah. now. When right. Exactly. And I was like, go, you go, girl. Exactly. Why are these reporters and gents always <laughs> trying to control the narrative? Well, they, I mean, you, a good journalist will ask all the risky questions, mm. to be fair, but just, I mean, you can't even say know your time, <coughs> know the time, know the place, but mm. at the same time, get it all in because you might never get, you might that get that job. magic soundbite. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, you know. I just stress. think, I just think, like, so Meryl chose to use her platform for that. But then if I'm there and I'm, you're asking me questions and I'm, I'm at the Golden Globes and I've just won a Golden Globe, don't start asking me about why Lala's doing X, Y, and Z. No, well, I think, think you like, can ask me, but if I respectfully mm. say, do you know what? I don't want to talk about it, then mm. allow me. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. respect my If you keep going on about point. it, it's like, okay, yeah. we're going to have a problem, lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. otherwise. So you, you, I think it's a give and take. Mm. You've got every right to ask any questions you, you like, but i got every right to say, no, I'm not going to answer. Yeah, I'm not, and then I'm at the same time, that. and in that moment, don't go and then slate me and say, I didn't say this, <laughs> yeah, that, and the other okay. when you demanded or whatever. Yeah. But going back to dresses, Issa Rae looks amazing. Christian Siriano. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm so sorry to think she looked beautiful. She looked did. That and white dress amazing. was I love that Christian Siriano is doing so well because mm. I, I, I'm a Project One Way fan. Me too. I like reality shows with a purpose. Mm. I don't <laughs> like ones who are just there with the camera. If you're yeah. going to learn something or yeah. show that have you have a skill, skill and there's a real reward so Kristen Siriano came off of Project One Way and he's actually become a name a mm. red carpet name and that's, that's what fantastic. most designers want yeah so um his, his and his dress he dressed I can't remember he dressed quite a few people for that night mm. but Issa's dress was mm. phenomenal banging. she looked gorgeous banging. she did she um I like gorgeous. Ruth Negger's too it was a silver I metallic it was really metallic-y and futuristic mm. 
Naomi Harris looked beautiful too. Mm. I think the women all did very well. There mm. were some weird things there, but... There's a lot of pinks. I saw a lot of pinky yeah. kind of colours, a lot of fleshy kind of tones and everything. It was nice, quite yeah. refreshing, because I feel like the last couple of um, major awards I miss the piece on white carpet. Heavy yeah. and bold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. it was nice. I was like, oh, good, we're back to life. <laughs> Let's see what you got. <laughs> So yeah, so that's my um, Golden Globe uh, wrap up. You guys want to add anything else to the that? The thing that I would say is, do you think that it's kind of turned the corner because people were slightly, maybe um, tongue in cheek, but hashtagging um, Golden Globe not so white because what? because some our of hashtag the... is award season not so white. Okay, so so do you think that it definitely is a, a tide change? Or no, do you I think, think it's just a moment or will we just have to wait and see? We have to wait and see because it's all about the content that's available. Yeah. I mean, the, the year that it was Oscar So White, there was some, they, they overlooked quite a few things that could have yeah. been nominated. Mm. But at this, this year, it was unapologetic. There was, they, you've got hidden figures, you've got um, oh, hidden, moonlight. Hidden fences. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, hidden <laughs> fences. <laughs> hidden <laughs> figures, <laughs> fences. Did you see the hashtag? Uh, yeah, exactly. They got her. Well, they had to. <laughs> they got her. <laughs> like, seriously. It wasn't, I think she wasn't the only one. It was one. a presenter and then Michael Keaton did it, did it as yeah. well. It was like, what was like, Why are you confused? Yeah. It's like, why? two words. Like, <laughs> two different not, films. Yeah. Different no, cast. Totally different cast. Different different themes. Yeah, Everything's different. How does this happen? Like, There's only one thing that isn't different. Just the one. And that confused you. Say, oh, hidden fences. Hidden fences. Hidden fences. Why? I, 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 I can't. It's I too much. Say, too I much. Just too much. Because the hashtag, and then you saw people combining <laughs> all this randomness. <laughs> when the help gets away with murder, yeah, was so funny. <laughs> I actually started when I read it. That's the one good thing I love about um, Black Twitter. Twitter. Oh my god, they go, we go in. They go genius in. moments. Genius. We, I think. I think it's safe to say that's another thing that we've influenced, right? Black Twitter and black oh, yeah. memes and all that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah, we take Definitely. the lead, and then they get. Definitely. Find out. Well, speaking of black Twitter, you know, anything kind of like off social media that is like kind of like black led, should I say? I have to kind of like talk about this online show called Back Chat. Shez, I don't know if you're familiar. Oh, God. Yeah, we've got to talk about it because it's yeah. just been popping off and, you know, I can't avoid apparently it, it, tra- it Apparently it trends every trends week. Trends weekly. So, like, trends weekly. Um, so uh, I guess the question is, is Backchat really the voice of the but new let's, 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 generation? Let's, let's, let's give an intro. Yeah, we should actually. actually um, just so that it, the listeners, if, you, if you're unfamiliar, Backchat is an un- online show. It's like a debate show. I would say that the age group is probably well, under about I don't know under under the age of thirty, no no younger than probably like twenty three, and they discuss certain topics. Like um, one topic was if um, <laughs> if I if I propose to you and you say no, does that mean that the re- relationship is off? Another topic was um, <clears throat> um, is it right um, for the woman to just be the, the the final decide of the, of, of um, her having an abortion or not, um, just all they've. I think they've done about five or six or five or six shows. So the reason why this show in particular has had so many hits is mainly because of the cast members. Um, I think the way that they speak to each other, the direct way that they speak to each other, is something that's definitely caught the attention. Um, I've been going. So how many of them are there? Like there's like it changes from five week to week. I think there's like a standard. 
four or five, five yeah, rotation. Yeah, four or five. So there may be like five guys. Seven, yeah, five guys and five girls. Yeah. And they mm. stand in like a kitchen. The girl's on one side and the, and the boy's guys on the other, other side. Um, somebody pointed out to me, they'll go, why is it that the guys are sitting down but the girls are all standing up? <laughs> she was like, I don't know if I like the dynamic of how that's all set up oh, and everything and whatever. things like that. So, yeah, it's just like little kind of things that people will look at and everything. But, um, yeah, the show is like, it's, as I said, gets it trends week after week and it's like the big thing that people are talking about so I don't know Akuya are you familiar with the platform oh absolutely yeah um I like it and like is yeah I like it do because you? do you know why I like I like it because I wanted to do something like this myself mm. um with that I, same um no, age group yeah I wanted to do something like that myself. Um, back in the day, we had Teen Summit on BET way oh, yeah, back in the show. day. Exactly. So yeah. that kind of teen... My thing is I wanted to do a show where best, teens... One of the best things that yeah, BET have actually done. Teens discussing topics that are relevant to them to hear their voice. Because sometimes when you get to a certain age, you don't know what's bothering them, what they're affected by. Mm. So in the theme of that, I think it's a good thing because it's affecting conversation. Um, it's instigating conversation, even if we don't necessarily like the personalities on the screen or how they interact with each other. The topics being discussed are the same topics people in my age group are discussing in our old people way. They're discussing <laughs> in their young people way. I've watched a few with my daughter. We've had it's, we've had discussions. She said it's pop, it's trending in her college. Mm. Um, so, if anything, it's a it's 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 evoking conversation. But now, is it evoke is it evoking? The right I don't conversation. Mean to, yeah, I don't. I, I, I think sometimes I hate the word necessary, but is it evoking necessary? I think the. To- I mean, if you're talking is it about evoking, boring, not boring, but just like I don't know, like banter, superficial. No, 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 no. I don't think the thing. You know why I can't write it off is because the things that they're talking about. I'm still having conversations like that in Facebook debate groups with grown adults. Mm. So it might be we might be using longer words and better enunciation but they're still saying the same things the one about um the recent one which caused all the furor with esther saying i want a man to tell me to shut up we might not say shut up like that Mm. but there have been conversations where yes women have discussed that we want a man to take authority and in this modern age right now men are losing their what it is to be a man these days because of the rise of feminism Mm. because women are more self-sufficient in this day and age and it's not a question of it's not even just about feminism it's just like Literally, the way that families are breaking up, women have had to run things by themselves and it's getting more prolific. So then we're not dependent on men as much. And so men are losing their kind of, okay, so if they don't need me for this, they don't need me for that. And okay, I can provide her a service in the bedroom, but then what else am I good for? So things like that, these these are all, all things that stem from these conversations. And unfortunately, our generation, generations before us, have left these kids in this state where they're talking like this. So Saying that they want a man to tell them to shut up. And there was context as well. People just took that and didn't expand on the context. No, I get, I get the context. The show... I'll I tell you what let me down about that. I, I got the context. I just <laughs> thought her articulation of it was so Terrible. poor. And this yeah. is somebody that says she runs a business and she's a graduate. But I think, and then again, this is about... <laughs> This is about this like, is about what? being bougie. This is about snobbery. This is about classism because it's definitely snobbery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Educational snobbery. Yeah, absolutely. And I've had a state education, so that's where I even level my. I've had a state education. Is that how you're going to articulate yourself? Well, if she does, she does, and it, it's kind of got it, it works. There's other people on there. <laughs> There's other people on there to balance out what she says because mm. if you look at the dynamics of them, they've all got they've got someone who talks sense, they've got someone who's rowdy, they've got someone who who you know makes a fuss, and there's someone that just talks absolute nonsense so you've got the dynamics what make up every friendship group mm. so you've got her that's a bit woo and way and a bit rowdy and is it the absolute 
I think stereotype of a reality show chick. Mm. And then you've got the aggressive Lucas and his, you know, just I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a man. Being an alpha man, but just executing in totally the wrong way. Who was in, the one that said if I take her to an expensive restaurant? Oh, so I think it was a biscuit. Oh, was it biscuit? No, it wasn't. Sorry. I don't. I missed yeah, that. It was one. about um, having sex. Yeah, she literally. If a, if yeah. um, they if I take a girl him. out, then you know she should pay for half or something like that. And they got speaking about. But the thing is about it's it's how young people. There's definitely something about how young people talk today because it's very raw. Mm. I think definitely thinking in our generation, we weren't as raw in how we spoke to each other. There was rawness, but it wasn't. Right now, there's like no respect for nothing. We everyone's trying to be. It's like as much as we've got feminists trying to say, look, we can do this. There are women that still want to keep their femininity, but men are kind of like talking. We're being spoken to like men. We're interacting with each other aggressively all the time. Everything's aggressive. How we talk, how we have sex, how we date and how we approach each other. So I think there's something in that that needs to be looked at because mm. the, the people back chat <clears throat> definitely represent that kind of aggression. So do you think, is this the norm from outside of obviously back chat? I'm just talking about, uh, you know, the, the generation that they're obviously the show kind of aims, mm. is aimed for, aimed at rather. Is this how they speak? Is, that, is this how they interact with each other? Is I, this I'm the, a mother the of a 16-year-old yeah. and she, she said the, the show's gone clear in college. And I think and, and yeah. my, I've got a nephew who's 15, even my niece who's 11 who shouldn't be watching it. But mm. the, it goes, it, it's, we'd all watch it if we were that age. Mm. And I think they're the product of what's going on in society. There might be a hyper version because they're on screen. They're probably playing up for the cameras a little bit more than normal. But... Yeah, there's banter. Mm. I've the had grumpy. Do you know the thing is, I don't want to accept that that's just how. I don't young think it's the standard. People. No, I don't think it's it not is. the standard. That's my daughter just wanted like to. That. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. It's not the standard. Known. It's not. But I think people can separate that. But I also think take take their characters and personalities away from it. What they're talking about is representative of what people are going through. Mm. Because, like I said, the same things that they're discussing, no matter how they do it. There's adult conversations going because I'm in a lot of Facebook debate groups, and you get the same thing said. Some. We're in a few mutual ones ourselves. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Conversations come up in the same way, even in mm. Insecure. Issa Rae said it in her relationship, I just want a man to kind of, <clears throat> I want Lawrence to get aggressive with me, not beat mm. me up, but kind of, she said the same Take thing. Charge. It's and about I, gumption. I, 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 can't, I understand what you're saying, gumption. but gumption. No, no, just having a bit of oomph, like get yeah. up and go. Like yeah. mm. Lawrence didn't have any of that. At that Whereas point, I feel yeah. like <laughs> Esther, the, end, though, the way she was speaking, it was like she wanted a man to hook her but up. But she did say, she explained, no, but she explained that I don't it's not about that and they as a that's the thing as the conversation went on yeah they that whether they're clever or they're just luckily clever mm. they do great sound bites their headlines are always the worst piece of the show mm -hmm. and then when you actually watch the show the more's discussed the the the, the, the direction of that um that particular episode went awry though because they didn't they didn't really get to a point mm. but they did kind of pull away the, that no they don't want a man that's going to just tell them to shut up in that way but they're talking about assertiveness and that's the whole thing about yeah, a bad that's, man that's it's where it's kind of like miss, miss Mr. Her Mark. Mark. Yeah. Because yeah. she was yeah. kind of very much like, to me, it sounded like she just wants a man who's aggressive. On that soundbite, but yeah. when yeah. she's. No, when no, no. And like, I watched the entire yeah. show and I've also watched additional yeah. Um, yeah. footage of her explaining herself. And it's the same thing. She actually does want an aggressive man. Someone said, yeah, tell me to shut different. up. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, there's very babe. different to somebody who's like, look, you know, when you. If if we're together and if there's a problem and you look at your man and he looks at you, you and just you know, know that you're in that's that you point. Got, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you know your man's yeah. not an idiot because he's giving you that single. But she's like, one person. She's one person. Yeah, that's fine. And the rest of them, like, there's other girls on there yeah, that were yeah, kind yeah. of balancing it but out. But they're they're the louder voices on on the show. And though though those three, I think maybe the two Esther and Lucas, they always clearly dominate yeah. the whole show. Yeah. So 
for me as as a production like I don't I'm 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 you know I'm not really bothered about whether the show's here or not I feel like it needs to be here we need to hear what other people are saying we can't just have one you know particular format of show to represent I mean, everything for- and everyone that's just to me that's silly however I do think the producers have a certain responsibility to make sure that if everyone's being invited, I don't expect to hear this person telling another panel member to shut up. I ha- I watched one show where Lucas was like, you know, I've, I've had enough of listening to you. Sit, shut up and, and like tell it. But just then, really dis- disrespecting the girl. It's like, she's a guest as well. Like, can't you show a level of respect and still give your but opinion? But I think this is a place for them to grow because you come out and you think this is this, because I think they definitely... Or the girl, like, I use Esther as a case study. She is definitely an epitome of a reality. I don't watch mm. those American reality shows. I can't stand them because I don't like that hyper. Cool. Every minute everything's on Warp yeah, 12. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> all this, I can't take it. So it's not real to me. Like, none of my right. people are like that. I yeah. don't work in those circles and we can't have the conversation where everyone's on Warp. But she's an epitome, she's a representation mm. of that. But I this think was that, she wasn't directing I, that at Esther, he was de- directing that no, at, at someone else. Someone but I else. think there's room for and them I'm to like, grow. Some of his opinions I agree with. I'm just like, the way that the execution. you... Execution. It's disgusting. I'm like, you cannot talk to somebody else like that. And as a producer, you need to talk but to then your these, boy. But then saying that, if, I don't know if you watch those reality shows, the American mm. ones, they have those moments where the, everything pops that's off. a reality TV show. This is a debate show. But this mm. is also type of reality... Like, who? what, what are they trying to do here? Like, but the, but the, I think the, it's one of those whoever's directing have, that does have because to I think control the something. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. The like totally ra- just like just talk how you want. And I find it ironic that um, there's a there was another girl called Mimi who's now left the show because somebody <laughs> dug up her tweets and their racist tweets about black women Good. are this and black women are that. And she, she's since been kicked off the show. And they've um, they filmed another show where they kind of spoke about what they you know what their feelings were on her on her tweets, on the discovery that, you know, she'd been disrespectful towards black women and all the rest of it. Mm. And I just felt that I thought to myself, hold on, you've been quite, you know, quite placid here because when you were on the show talking to your fellow black women about whatever subject matter you were talking about, you're all there telling them to shut up. But Mm. the minute you're being asked to give an opinion Mm. on this girl here, you're very quiet, you've got nothing to say, all that anger that you had towards, you know, Esther or Azraya, I think the other girl's name, you didn't have that towards this girl who's been completely disrespectful and use your platform to further her career. I, I think there's levels that. to that. I think there's... In the moment of the show, mm-hmm. everyone's on a hype. Yeah. I think that's what's one thing. Because another... I think Lucas was on a, on a, another outtake. I can't remember what they were talking about. Yeah. He seemed actually quite nice. Very calm and very kind of timid. Was this when addressing uh, Mimi? Or no, it was just another in thing. General, just in yeah. general. He just seemed a lot nicer than what he is on the screen. So I think there's that hype where mm. all that energy is different. You're feeding off whatever's going on. So mm. he will be louder and, mag- you know, animated in that mm. situation. So coming away from that and being asked a direct question, I don't think he's not going to be like... No, 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 like it wasn't that. even about but the hypeness. It was the, about the fact that he didn't have... He didn't have any anger towards nothing, it because... He didn't have nothing to say. There's something to be discussed there because yeah. is it... Like and this is the thing. And like, actually, funnily enough, as I'm as I'm looking at Twitter and I'm kind of doing my research from Backchat and seeing the responses from the actual people that watched the show, they were very much like, look, 
if you can do a conversation about how many people have you slept with, I expect you to do a balance um, it out. Balance My niece was saying that. Yeah, talking about yeah. Misogy- misogyny, misogynoir, yeah. you know, um, sexism, and all of these topics, which are, you know, great topics for them to try and discuss if they're able to. And I just think that, you know, that kind of opened the floodgates. But if they go back to what they were doing before, then I think this. I think that's what I'm saying. That I, I think they've got room like to grow. Because... Yeah, but are they going to grow? Well, they that's the question. But if they don't, then they don't. And they definitely And if it runs out. Because I feel like at the moment, they're, they're still. It's going back to what you said about having a bar of excellence. Yeah. I just feel like what they're talking about to me, even if it's even if I'm not their age group, I should still be able to being interested in their age group and being wanting to hear what they've got to say. I should be able to plug into it and be like, oh, mm. wow. But I plug into it and I hear some of the things that are being said and some of the way they're being expressed. And that met, that might be my snobbery, but also some of the subjects. And I'm just like <laughs> but I, I just, think I there's. But I think there's. T- no, but I think don't really bother me. It's, I think that's what gonna talk um, about. everyone's opinion and what you draw to because you either like it or you don't. Mm. Like some people watch. But I love a good debate. That's but the that's thing. the thing. That's yeah, but then this is that the. Like, my, my, my niece, who's 19, she said, yeah, everyone at uni watches it. And she herself said, I wish they'd talk about politics and other stuff. They can't just keep, keep talking about the same topics. So the topics, yes, have to be explored. But I think there's room for them to grow, if they're willing. But mm. this is just one show that's blown up. Mm. Shows blow up all the time. This isn't a phenomenon that hasn't happened in a long while. This is something that's like, oh, wow, probably caught them off guard as well. Mm. So they've got room to grow. And they, if they're smart, they'll take feedback and they'll yeah. adapt that's what I hope. and they'll yeah. learn yeah. and, like... I don't think they should necessarily tamper down and start playing up and pretending to be who they're not. No, no, no. But they should. Sure. There should be some control and direction. But these things grow organically. I, th- I think I'm, I'm being maybe softer in my old age. Where like mm-hmm. I know you know the kind of you know how it goes. Mm. They're gonna get this all this attention. Mm-hmm. Then they're gonna have to sit down and regroup and say, okay, so what works, what doesn't, what should we do, how do we grow this? Because they could take this beyond. They could get onto pla- mainstream. Pla- they could get onto a mainstream platform with some heavy editing and control and some direction, control their story, control their narrative and take it further. They can go on the road of this and all that type of stuff. There's so many things that could grow out of this thing that I'm just mm. having faith that they will do that. And you need the characters, but yes, they need to be reined into a certain point. Yeah. But I don't think there's a certain level that the conversations that they're having are necessary. People are getting having conversations about it. They're talking about relationships and how to navigate, how to even interact with male and female. Mm, yeah. I think that's one of my... That's, one that's of my, my pet thing. peeves. It's yeah. like, you lot don't know how to interact but with it's not all of them. Right. And, some yeah. of them and that's don't. why I don't it's want clear. them to be seen as... And I'm not saying... I'm not saying that they are, not, you know, people will consume it and do what they want with it, but I just don't want... I, I don't want people to say, oh, that's that's how young people are, because I interact with very many young people and not all no, of them I think them what are, they should do like is that. invite other voices in with them, because I think they had Posty on one time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You just stop. <laughs> okay. So they had Posty on one time and they had, I don't know if they've had any other guests on. So I think they should definitely bring in other voices to balance out what they're yeah. saying and voices of reason yeah. that have facts that can kind of shut them up because mm-hmm. then when you're going off, when they're going off on a tangent on anecdotes and they don't know what, they don't really have any facts and what they're saying, if you have someone in there that can kind of like, well, actually, you know what, A, B, C, mm. now let's debate off that point that I've made that's relevant and factual, yeah. it will steer the conversation another way. But if it's just them circulating the same I hope so, because when I saw Shams on there, even with that, I thought, oh, she's um, from um, Face, Face Media. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Even when she was on the show, I thought certain members were being really disrespectful to her, <laughs> and I'm like, she's a guest on your show. Yeah, like, I think also it's that thing of, like I said, you get an idea, you run with it. It's unexpected mm. fame and notoriety. Now they have to learn the game. Yeah. Because you, you can only work for so long. 
yeah. these topics, you can, there's only so many topics about relationships that you can thrive off of. Otherwise, you, people will get bored. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You've got to have the spice, but you've got to have the, you know, the seasoning as well to keep it going. <laughs> the seasoning. <laughs> oh, the sauce. I like that. Okay, so we're going to move on. So, yeah, so that's back chats. If you're interested, it's on YouTube. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, let's there. move on to other people beefing. Um, what? Chris Brown and Soldier Boy. Oh, please don't this, let me talk about this. Okay, now I need to talk about it only because I just feel like, first of all, it is absolutely ridiculous. Secondly, so ridiculous. I've noticed the ridiculousness, the I ridiculousness can't. of the whole situation. I'm not surprised because it is Soldier Boy and Chris Brown. They've done some stupid things online before. However, I'm just like, rah. People are really trying to feed off of this energy and rather than deaden it do. in the water, like 50 Cent, Mike Tyson. 50 Cent um, doesn't surprise me. Who, who's the other person? Um, not paid Floyd Mayweather, all no. of them. They're really trying to promote. Is it a real pay-per-view fight? Is it going to be a Apparently. fight? Apparently. If a charity, I think it's a good idea. I think yeah. that's, do you know what? That's the best thing that's come out of this foolishness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that, hey, let's get in a ring and box it out for charity. Mm. That's the only part that makes sense to me. The rest of it is because I don't do celebrity, all that nonsense. It's foolish. I can't, you know, I can't, I I can't necessarily engage with this topic when it's got people like soldiers. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. The guy looks like he's been to to somebody. He needs counseling to me. I'm just like, Chris Brown is going to kill you. What the hell? I could kill you. (laughs) But that's that's even besides the point. My main thing is, so what? And it's nonsense. Chris Brown needs to chill. He needs to not rise to the bait every single time. He needs to realise and be quiet. She's gone. He needs to go and take a sabbatical. Mm. Chill out. Do you know what's really upsetting about Chris Brown is that he is actually the very definition of actual talent, like Mm. raw talent. And it's it's just like, Chris, I, I would like to support you as an artist. But but what you're doing, it's like, it's hard to kind of separate you know, the individual from the music sometimes, especially when in this day and age of social media, when everything is so like jammed so together. Reaction- reactionary. Yeah. And, and it's just like, Chris, you don't even know how you're just destroying your own legacy with this yeah. stupidness. Yeah. I like, mean, he's already, I mean, he's had a, to fight a hard battle from what happened between him yeah. and Rihanna. And I was one of those people because I have a nephew and I have a brother. Mm. And I, for everyone that was condemning him to the, I not to advocate domestic violence at all, and what Rihanna experienced was disgusting. Mm. But the reality is, he was a product of a violent home. Mm. He witnessed domestic abuse. So not that it's a right for him to execute it, but a damaged person does damage, yeah. you know, damages other people and damages their environment. So it's no excuse. But at the same time, what he got, I think, was enough um, punishment yeah. for him to make a restart and rebuild oh, yeah. and come back again. He, that, and that I always, I agree. I always say do. that Chris doesn't realise how lucky he is. He I might is to be I, able I, to... Yeah, given that... Hold on, you're black. Yeah. Um, you're an African-American. Mm. Given who you are as well. Yeah, and what you, you did. You should be finished right yeah. about now. We shouldn't even... I think a lot of people thought that's it for Chris Brown. We're never going to hear from but him But he was really young. Was he was really yeah. young. You know what? In fair, but in, fair, in fairness to him, it's, it's going to be difficult for him to see how lucky he is because mm. you know what they did try to finish him they oh, did yeah. try they, they tried did. really they, hard they yeah. actually tried and that's to why it was say he's lucky because they threw everything Every, at him yeah. everything that they so could so I'm not even surprised really he's, so cool. he's how he is now yeah. because I could imagine that whatever happened to him probably mm. set him off on another path because I believe mm. there's I, I no libel or whatever but I believe he's not he doesn't he's not 100% clear of Vices. Mm. I think stuff's going on because yeah, I, I, the totally way he behaves right. is erratic to yeah. me. Mm. Um, so, and I, and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was 
as a result of everything that happened. So how he is today is not surprising, but he is lucky. But at the same, I don't know how he heals. I don't know how he yeah, heals from that. Because yeah. Rihanna's gone clear. She's moved on. Mm. Maybe she, I mean that. You know, that's what we see on the front anyway. So yeah. we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Mm. But um, it's the Soldier Boy. Chris Brown is absolute tomfoolery nonsense. And then there's um, a website called Hollywood Unlocked, which is owned by this guy called Jason Lee. And I think, I think Floyd has some sort of stake in that company. <sighs> I saw that. And Jason they did like Lee a full length down. interview. Yeah. And I just feel like he's on um, Love and Hip Hop as well. We're Love and Hip Hop oh, Hollywood. And he just feeds off this negative oh, you energy. You can see him sitting there with this grin on his face, like this is just the best thing ever. And I'm just like, this is not the best thing. But for him, it is because obviously it means. I hate that, that. That's what on gets, his website. Yeah, do you see yeah, like there's just something really kind of just like uh, about mm. the whole situation. Yeah, like you're not. really feeding off of this foolishness. Mm. Like this is like. Yay! The, the only thing I applaud is if they turn because again, you know, you don't want it to go Biggie Tupac mm. and get all that type of madness. I don't but think it will get. It won't. It doesn't do that yeah. anymore. But at the same time, this is the best thing. You're going to get in the ring, turn it into laughs, mm. and make it a thing for charity and make it a real charity, not one that's a front for some tax. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. If so, they're doing yeah. it for charity, there's, it's all positive. Then you turn all the nonsense and the silly beefing into something positive that's the only thing that I can positively say about that okay so that's the amount of airtime that I want to give this conversation <laughs> so I'm going to okay. move on this is the final final um, part of the show where we I talk about Shady Corner versus The Light which is the segment that we do where we kind of celebrate things that you know we want to highlight when we say you are the light so we put them into that section and Shady Corner is for anything ridiculous that needs to just go in the shade and stay there and never to see the light, light of day, day. <laughs> ever again. So is there anything that's happened, queer be it, you know, um, you know, in the press or just something in general that you'd like to kind of like highlight that's been amazing? Why are you guys putting me on the spot? I've been in a bubble. Um, <laughs> we know how that feels though. Yeah, so I, don't, I feel like I haven't even watched the news. Um, what's amazing? Mm. Amazing is just generally... British black creative talent, mm -hmm. black talent, blackness, black people, black advancement, black brilliance, black excellence. Amen. I'm just, I'm, I'm reveling in the creativity and the bubbling and the not taking it lying down and the pride that we're taking. And um, for me, the starting of an acceptance or the beginning of an acceptance of dark-skinned women in the forefront because... I've grown up as mm. a dark-skinned girl that's been pushed aside in regards to what's on the screen. Okay. And I'm, I mean, Issa, I'd say Issa is my heart for doing what she's done, putting two black females in the lead and giving them black boyfriends. Mm. Because a lot of, we're getting dark-skinned women in the lead, and but they're, they're being, yeah, and they're always having, yeah. you know, white love interests. And yeah. and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with interracial dating if that's your thing, mm. but there are, uh, there are a bunch of women that actually like, like, I'd like to yeah. see myself because yeah. I date black men, so let's mm. have it. And black, content creators in especially from America are guilty of not pairing up black dark skinned women mm. especially with anyone. Mm. And I think I think Issa did that on purpose because obviously I think she's yeah. she done a lot of in, things in all that black like, girls oh she went yeah. she she created white J. Yeah. And like that really yeah. that so, upset me a little bit. But the thing is so she could she could could have gone that way. Yeah, yeah. And she didn't she might still she came with well, well, she started off with at least yeah. in season one. She might of, still, um, but I think because you know, I know there's a pressure of appealing to the mainstream and all mm, that type mm. of stuff. But I, it's always funny that when it comes to us, it's always us that has to diversify and then right. just 
scatter out when everyone yeah. else can do what they want mm-hmm. and stay within their units and maybe put one or two in. Yeah. So I just, for me, it's just about being proud of who you are, celebrating black in all shades, all shapes and all sizes and not being afraid to tell the truth and not letting the mainstream dictate what black reality is because we know the truth and don't let them come and, you know, mm. put their idea of what the truth is or how we should be. And it's not that. So, yeah, just celebrating black excellence. That should stay in life. That's definitely in the light right now. Yeah. So, La, anybody that in particular that you want to put in the light or indeed um, shun to Shady Corner? I will kind of piggyback off of what Kuya just said. And it's going to be like um, a double thing. It'll be sh- it'll be shady, but it'll be, it'll be the light <laughs> as well. Okay. So, as you said, you know, it's great that we're seeing all these amazing, uh, amazing people of colour just being celebrated in the way that we are. Because we are amazing. You know, there's no doubt about that. I, you know, don't question that at all. Um, but I, I still... It's my shady bit now. I still find it really just disgusting and appalling that there are still people out there just trying to like dim our shine at this time where, you know, we seem to be rising and kind of like showing ourselves for the amazing people that we are. And it's shameful that the people that are actually doing that actually look like us. Mm. Like I've had two days off work (laughs) this week Mm. and... You know, I've had a bit of a lazy time. And when I do have a lazy time, I tend to be on social media more than what I should. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when you're on social media for more than what you should, you start to see things that you shouldn't that kind of rise your own blood pressure. So I think today there was just a lot of um, negativity in regards to, you know, just black women being, you know, just the bottom of the barrel. And, again? Yeah, again. Still? And it's from a certain individual that we've spoken about before. Mr. Exposed. Yeah. um, (laughs) Yeah. um, We all say it. His name is Mr. Exposed, a.k.a. Keith. Um, He is on, what's the name of the podcast? He's on another podcast. Google him because Um, we're not... A couple of years ago, he did what he claims was a social experiment for a blog post in which he wrote really disparaging things about black women. And he said it was a social experiment because he wanted to see how people respond to being trolled and everything, blah, blah, blah. So he's since um, been selected to do a show for, I think it was for the BBC actually, wow. in regards to mental health. So people were like, how are you going to do a show about mental health when oh, you've been this. tweeting and okay. writing blog posts about, you know, black women being this, that and the third yeah. when you haven't helped. That doesn't help anyone's mental health, especially hours you know mm. so you know in regards to that I think that it came up again for some reason today I, I don't know why however um yeah so tweets like you know if you're a wife beater invest in a dark skin girl so um you can go oh and come on harder. enough I just so, said yeah enough so things like said. that so it's like I, 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 I'm just I'm just at a loss like you know how much berating do we need to take before you kind of just decide you know what, let understand. me not let me not um let me let me stop doing this so you know, I'm happy for for platforms like, you know, um, Insecure, mm. you know, and all of these amazing shows to kind of be rising above all of that. And what I am noticing, as much as I see, you know, stupid tweets like that, I am starting to see more black girls speaking out for themselves and saying, I'm not having this. Yeah, like Snoop Dogg's daughter spoke about yeah. it. And I think, just to add, it's it's for a long time it's been like, you're just moaning and you're just complaining. So when someone like even Naomi Campbell's talking about shadism, mm. when, you know, does it take someone famous for you to like mm. listen to what we're saying? Right. It's yeah. not a myth. If you look at, sh- it's not a myth. Mm. Um, and for people like this, Mister Exposed, I, I. And the thing is, <laughs> I like to dismiss them, mm. but I have, like I said, I have nephews, yeah. um, and they grow up around this. Not, I mean, I've had conversations with family members, boy family members, who have said, "No, we mm. can't go out of a black girl." 
unless she's this light yeah. or and it's all about white girls or exotic looking girls. Mm. You cannot go over a black girl. That's crazy. You'll get laughed at. Mm. My daughter experienced in college, you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. Oof. Mm. She and why not still? I think there's in this, 2017 there's, there's this myth still that black women are so strong that if we get insulted, it just bounces off of us. I just think to myself, hang on, and we're we, supposed to take right, it right. We're we're still women. I don't know any woman of any race that wants to be berated for the All way the that she looks, and you know you expect us to be okay with yeah. that, and that's the thing. And I, you know, I kind of looked, went and had a nosy at his timeline, and he sent out a statement. Who's um, Keith, Mr. Expose, and he sent out a statement. And one of them is one of those apologies that weren't an apology yeah, because you care. don't apologize to the actual people that you offended. And he keeps hiding behind this social experiment thing. And my thing is, if you're doing an experiment, isn't an experiment created to find out things that we never knew before? We already know the history of, you know, uh, of the negativity behind, you know, dark skin girls being laughs. picked on and all the rest of it. So your experiment actually didn't show us anything. All it did was kind of, you know, lend to the same narrative of black girls are this, that, and the third, and everything negative. So what exactly did you? Who was this to benefit? It certainly mm. wasn't us. Mm. And now you're the backlash of that now is that the, obviously this happened a few years ago, but it's still coming back to haunt you. And it's like now you you're like oh I'm a changed person I'm this that and the third but you just need to own what you've done. And if you're changed, go to my country and bring home a wife. <laughs> Tell me it. that you've you changed. You need to own what you said, and I still don't see any apology. If you can't realize what you've done wrong, then you need to keep your statements then, because clearly you're not sorry. Now you're just insulting people. Yeah, I think the way I think I think we need to start to silence and not. Inc- I mean, it's really hard because the whole world is really into mm. the hashtag and retweeting nonsense. So, but there are a lot of Black people that just live in their black lives, yeah. loving each other black, and just it's fine. But it's just what the negativity gets feeds to the top. So mm. we have to start trying to dig out and find the stories that don't, you know, celebrate shadism or sexism or you know yeah. any you know just I, negativity. I We've got to dig, and that's why Issa's such gonna. It's probably gonna be my poster child for like if I did a show, it'd be just like uh, yeah, yeah. I think there'll be more to come. I feel like Issa has actually birthed. A whole. I hope it's a, a bravery. Yeah, like Michaela Cole yeah. and all these amazing women. I don't think they realise what they, what they've actually started. I've seen so many people. Like I'm so inspired by by Issa. I'm so inspired by Michaela Cole. Yeah. Like, I'm inspired by them. Yeah. So for me, that is going to be their legacy, which is going to be amazing. I can't wait to see the next five years. Yeah. How the the the, the landscape of TV is going yeah. to change because yeah. it is going to change. Because Lupita yeah. did it for me. I it's think it's going that's, to be great. Yeah, it's yeah. Going, it has to be yeah. because that's that's big. Yeah, yeah it has it's to be. Huge. Because seeing Lapita was my first, like, oh my. Mm. And she's African, for being African born and what we went through as well, on top of being dark skin, top of being a female, top of being black in general, then you're African on top. Mm. So someone like Lupita, killing it. Mm. And she doesn't just look nice, she kills it. Mm. Um, What I will will say, especially because somebody was like, oh, I don't understand why, you know. People are saying black men aren't supporting everything. There's a loads of black men. There are that, lots that are, of supportive black men. I don't. Um, but that. I do feel like you know that. I feel like men. You need to check your brothers. Yeah, I feel like yeah. men need to hold other men accountable. It they can't do. just be us saying, "Could you stop doing right? that? Could you stop saying that?" Yeah. You guys go out there and the say something yeah. because it, it really can't do. just be us. It can't be us because like, they don't believe us until yeah. someone else says. It's like that guy. Is it Tim Wise, the white guy that yeah, yeah, yeah. speaks up on black issues? When he says it, then it's like, oh, really? Okay, yeah, I'm not paying attention. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like it's a weird, weird thing. But um, But also people in, sorry, just guys in power. If you're in, because again, in the UK, we don't necessarily address this and we don't get as much 
um, access to things. So mm. we're more inclined to take whatever we're given and run with what they dictate to us. Mm. But there's a few guys that I know that's like, well, no, we're standing firm. This is how we live. Mm. We don't have all different types. We date black women mm. and we want our stories or whatever, our products to be t- telling that story and yeah. the truth. It's so funny because I actually had a conversation with a certain comedian who shall remain nameless, but he was talking about, um, you know, the actor that plays Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. And he was saying to me that um, a couple of months ago, you know, when people found out that his, his wife partner was white. Was white yeah. And, you know, people had a lot of things to say about that, a lot of negative things and all the rest of it. So um, he put it on his Instagram page and the first person to comment was this black guy who was like, yeah, well, why would he want to date a black girl anyway they're all brush or something like that so I responded to him and the reason why I responded to him because I found it quite funny that everybody had everything to say in regards to the negativity that um, the actor who played Luke Cage I can't remember his name everything that they were saying about his wife but this guy came in with that negative comment and I didn't see not one black man say to him as a black man you shouldn't be doing that Mm. so this same um, comedian he um, made the comparison between the fact that Serena Williams is now going to marry this Mm. this guy this white who happens to be white and he was like saying you know no black woman has actually said anything blah 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 and then he said he was um, talking to somebody a girl that he knew and he said why is it different for Serena and she turned around and say, oh, it just says she can date who she wants. You know, black men are th- like being really disparaging against black men. And I said, she's out of order for saying that because yeah. not all black men are like that. He then turns around and says to me, yeah, but when I posted that post about Luke Cage, you were agreeing with um, the people who were saying that he shouldn't be married to that white woman. I said, I said that. Yeah, people I just said, see what they want to see. Said, you no, have to be careful say how that. you comment and get So involved. I didn't say that at all. I said, if you go back to your comment, go and read what I said. He had to go back to it. He was like, oh, I said, you see what I mean? I said, this is the thing. You don't pay attention yeah, to what, to we're, what saying. we're saying. I said, I didn't even address um, Luke Cage and his wife because actually I saw an interview that he did on The Breakfast Club. He's known her from And day he's one. known her yeah. for, from day one. I felt that the way that he, st- uh, he stood up for her and explained himself was quite clear yeah. and and actually, he's the only person that can actually yeah. stand up for her. And she, she didn't need any more defence. Mm. But I said, I found it quite deafening that not one black man had anything to say about that your idiot friend that left a comment about black women being this, that and the third. But yet you're here on my phone telling me that I agree. I said, I didn't agree with that. And mm. that you're just showing me that you don't pay attention to, to anything at all. So again, is. black men, when we're talking to you about supporting us, this is what we mean. We, meet, we need you to be more vocal and more visible in regards to issues that affect black women directly because mm-hmm. you're not. But we are always on the front lines for you, you guys, always. you know, shouting, screaming, writing petitions and all the rest of it. But the, the, for whatever reason, the same thing isn't um, isn't given to us. So you need to be doing that, yeah, you I know? Agree. So that's my kind of soapbox moment there. And on that yeah. note... <laughs> yeah, we went off. Because it's getting we late. We went off. It's getting really, really why, why, why is it late? Um, so anyway. we is back here <laughs> same time same place thank you for coming <laughs> how can people find you by the way um, www.thebritishblacklist.co.uk right at Brit Blacklist on Twitter the British Blacklist on Instagram the British Blacklist on LinkedIn I've got a Snapchat we have a Snapchat but it's so whack because it's me running it <laughs> I don't know how to work it the dog thing and the, the, the pretty eye filters. I don't get it. <laughs> you need to get one Nonsense. of them, like somebody who's, you know, I need 15, to get, my daughters 16, don't even have time for me, but so <laughs> that's another thing. If anyone wants a job on our Snapchat, please call me. Get I don't know how to touch. Do but yeah, that's, you can find me. I'm out there. Mm. Cool. All well, right, thank folks. you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Folks, same time, same place. Mm. Every week, two girls in the mic. Mm.